Hi, I'm Rachel Scott, and I'm with my sister Alice here, and you're listening to our podcast, Before the Plague, where we talk about the random crap we got up to before coronavirus. Alright, so Rachel has the jar of topics. Some of these cards are double-sided, so I choose topic A. And the topic is... TV shows. Alright, so I know some of the TV shows that you have watched on Netflix have been very popular, especially on the CW, maybe ABC, and the HBO channel. So why don't you tell us about some of them? So... I mostly watch my shows from Netflix, as you stated. Um, I guess some of my favorites are... um, Goodness. I'll just choose a top three. My first one is Jane the Virgin. Um, It ended in 2019, I believe, and it's been going since... um, Ooh... 2014 I think and it's this really great story and I actually recommend it to anyone who's listening I love that show it has like literally become my life um and then the next one is probably The Good Place I'm currently watching season four even though it came out a while ago I just haven't been able to catch up it is so good i like how it's really comedic in the beginning and it's like it feels like it's building up to something and then later on in the series it becomes really dramatic so yeah i really that that is definitely in my top three and then i don't know if i have a third one probably the flash i think I, I watched it a lot, and I know there are actually a lot of controversial opinions about it because the main character, Barry Allen, keeps making stupid decisions, but I just can't watch it, can't stop watching it because it's like a mind boggle. It's so crazy. So I would definitely put The Flash in my top three. What about you? Well, I tend to watch more movies than television shows, and even at that, I don't watch television shows often enough. But I have been watching the 90s TV show Gargoyles on Disney+, and I cannot tell you how much I enjoy it. I was not born in the 90s, but in the early 2000s, and so I never got to experience lots of things from the 90s. And so I feel like Gargoyles has been... A very pop cultural thing, especially during that time, because not only was it Disney, but also because it was just a very interesting thing to talk about and setting it in that exact same t- in that exact same time that it was created. And so I think it's just a very interesting cartoon to watch. My mm. second favorite TV show would be Once Upon a Time. I understand that all throughout. Uh, the seasons, it starts to become really redundant, the plot lines do, and Mm -hmm. it starts to get really, really boring over time. 
But personally, I only watch Once Upon a Time nowadays for how the different characters act and present themselves in past lives than how they do during the present and trying to handle the current situation. So I only watch it for backstories. Mm. And my third one, Call Me a Child, but my third favorite TV show is Arthur from the PBS Kids Station. Yeah. I really like Arthur. It has about, I think, 23 seasons at least. Yeah, it's been going on for a very long time. And I honestly can't think of another TV show that yells kids than (laughs) Arthur. I have watched it basically my entire life. And even at the age of 18, I still watch it. I watch mm-hmm. it on my free time. I watch it on my own free will. I, I watch it on my free time. I watch it when I'm sad, when I'm curious about the situation or something. I feel like Arthur, for a kid's show, is very good at taking real-life situations and presenting them in a way that kids will be able to understand and will hopefully be able to use those kind of skills for some time in the future in their own lives. So... I might just, now that I think about it, I might just have to take Gargoyles down to the second favorite in the top three list and put Arthur at the first, because now that we're talking about it, I think Arthur is probably my number one, Gargoyles would be number two, and Once Upon a Time would be number three on my top three list. All right, so now let's talk about least favorite. You go first. What's your least favorite? Or, or some, th- some that just didn't keep you interested or left promises unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. I would say Extinct, the BYU TV yeah. show. It had come out when I was becoming a sophomore in high school. So it, it started coming out during that time. And it was very interesting and at first, when I first when I first started seeing the ads, I was like, oh, it's not really my thing because I'm not too much of a dystopian adventure action kind of person. But when I started watching it with our dad, I thought I started getting into it and I was like, oh, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Eventually, I had a birthday party themed around an escape room that had extinct references in it. Um, and I thought it was very interesting. I have a signed poster from all of the main characters. I met one of the main characters at Gaming Con my junior year of high school, and it was a very interesting experience. And so... So why is this your least favorite? (laughs) Well, unfortunately, BYU TV did not keep it after one season, and they decided to discontinue it, which very... which made me very upset. I was very distraught over it because I had gotten connected to these characters and I... It was a heartbreaking day for all of us. It was. (laughs) I slowly lost interest after I realized that BYU TV was not going to be bringing back Extinct anytime soon. And eventually, over the last couple of years, they com- it seems like they've completely forgotten about it, which yeah. is unfortunate because it used to be really good. But now it just now that they haven't done anything to keep it going and moving the plot line mm-hmm. along, it just doesn't seem as interesting yeah. as it would be if they had continued it during that time. 
it was it was worth all the hype during its time but then they left you on like this huge cliffhanger and it's just like we were all distraught once it was announced that it was canceled Mm -hmm. it was awful um and i know i know this next one is going to be a little upsetting for some of our listeners but when the 13th doctor came around in the doctor (sighs) who franchise I completely quit Doctor Who. I'm not to say, like, I'm not not part of the fandom, because I am still part of the fandom. It's just I stopped watching it once the 13th Doctor was uh, uh, announced, because no no hate on Jodie Whittaker. She probably did a fantastic job, but I feel like the Doctor would be better as a man than a woman. There are time lords and time ladies for a reason. And I'm not trying to be hating on kind of like changing changing things and also making it seem like anybody on that planet could be anybody like of any gender, any sexuality of anything. And I'm not trying to hate on that. I'm just saying that I'm so used to seeing the doctor as a man that when Jodie Whittaker became the 13th doctor for the Doctor Who series, it just completely like fell apart. It was especially the since they had gotten new writers for that season. Mm-hmm. So up from the ninth Doctor, which is who is who I grew up with, whom I grew up with, up until Matt Smith, who was the eleventh Doctor, that had what had kept me watching. That had that had what had captured me to watch Doctor Who, and once. The old, the two others came along. It just slowly fell out of place. And unfortunately, I wish like I could... Like your English? <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, I wish I could say that the rest of the Doctor Who series, the rest of the Doctor Who series from Matt Smith onward was great. But unfortunately, I couldn't because they had gotten different writers and so some of the episodes were just a little bit more boring and after Jodie Whittaker had taken place as the 13th Doctor I kind of got upset because I had only seen the Doctor as a man. Yeah. I as I said before I don't really watch television shows as often as I do movies so it is a little bit difficult to try to find a third TV series that I am not a big fan of, I would probably say Jane the Virgin. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry about this. I know how much it's you love because it. You, it's because you haven't watched the whole thing, so you don't understand the timeline. That probably is it. it. <laughs> that probably is it. You just haven't taken the time. <laughs> To truly appreciate the art. I would say it is because there's too much drama. I can't I It's can because it's supposed to be a telenovela. I understand it's supposed to be some kind of soap opera. And and I understand that's that's what it's supposed to be. But soap operas for me, I mean, I'm a pretty dramatic person. I'm <laughs> going to become an actress after I graduate college in the next couple of years. And so Drama is kind of my thing, but when it comes to Jane the Virgin, there is too much drama for me it's to It's because handle. Alba speaks Spanish, isn't it? No! <laughs> of course not! No! Oh my goodness. It's just because 
five different you just walk in on random times and you're like what's going on and i can't explain because i'm trying to watch the freaking episode well here's the thing they have like five different things happen in one episode at the same time that's the point but it's too much for just one episode no it's all different timelines my goodness it's still not my it's still not one of my favorites this this is going to turn into that podcast unpopular opinions (laughs) my goodness you're really gonna turn me into them (laughs) no um, so, I have a few least favorites, but I guess I just, like, I don't really watch, I, I watched Jane the Virgin three times, like, the entire thing, just because there's not a lot else that interests me, Jeez. so, something that's on my top three least favorite is um when calls the heart it was one of my favorite shows for the longest time but it fits it it left promises unfulfilled at the end oh my gosh not to spoil anything if anyone's going to watch this but at the end something huge happens and everyone was literally like clutching their heart and sitting on the edge of their seats and they were like so nervous when they found out that one of the main characters, Lori Laughlin, went to jail. Mm-hmm. And it was so awful because I remember actually one night I was watching the show before I knew any of the news about Lori Laughlin. And my dad walked in and he was like, "What would you do if they wrote?" if they wrote her her character off the show oh no and i was like you i would probably a teenage girl. i was like i would probably kill myself and i was like obviously i was so sad obviously joking though yeah you, it was you a would joke. never kill yourself i was it was a joke but he was like well hopefully you wouldn't do that but they might write her character off the show and i was like how she's like a main character she's like the main character's mentor she is the show if we've learned and anything from disney so movies sad. it's that the mentor characters sometimes get killed off <laughs> i know but she's too good to be killed off she has like a husband and a family it's it's just it, i was so unhappy to say the least isn't when calls the hearts a hallmark channel tv yeah. show mm-hmm. that would kind of make sense i guess yeah they can't kill her off they killed off one of the other main characters like twice it's awful um another show i guess i only have a top two least favorite because i don't really watch i don't stick around long enough to watch shows that i don't like yeah i probably watch like one episode and then i'm like nah but um this is going to be very unpopular opinion but um the office (laughs) i know i know everyone says just hustle through the first few episodes maybe even the first whole season and then once you get past there it's really good and i my friends are obsessed with the office i feel like the office is a little bit glorified it's it's very interesting but i honestly think it's just overrated at least from my perspective i 
obviously don't have the right to that full opinion because I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. It just doesn't, like, catch me the first time. Now, one of my favorite books, the first book is actually really, really boring. Mm-hmm. But it, like, introduces you to everything, and it's so interesting once you get through the other books but I know that's what you're supposed to do with the office I know my friends are always like obsessed with it and they're like oh yeah just get through the first episode and you'll be fine it's like really interesting from there and I see all these memes on like Pinterest and stuff and it's like I understand some of the office memes just because it's such a big part of our culture yeah but I just I can't get into it I'm just too bored I understand I mean, I get the concept of it. It seems very interesting, but I just... It's not as captivating as other TV shows are within the first few episodes, which is why it seems really boring at first. I think it's because I don't see a definitive plot line right away. Like, it feels like every episode is going to be something different, which I like because I watch some shows like that. But I just... It's just... It feels like it's so discombobulated... That even if I did get through the first episode, the entire time I'm watching it, I'll, I'd probably be like, what is yeah. going on? Alright, so unfortunately that's all the time we have, but we would like to leave you with this fun fact. impossible for us to make up new faces in our dreams. All the faces we see in our dreams are faces we've actually seen in real life. 